Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. gathered here today for another episode of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. What up? I'm Diana Jevia, your clearly delusional host. If you aren't following me already, I'm not mad at you, but I'm judging a little bit. You can follow me at Diana Jebbia, G-E-B-B-I-A, on Instagram and TikTok. We have fun there. We have so much fun. Um, make sure you're following Believe and I don't want to screw this up because they got a new handle. How exciting. So it's Believe Pop Culture, B-L-E-A-V. That's the same. But now they're Believe Network. How cool is that? Congratulations, Believe. I'm really, I love working for Believe. They're cool people. Um, How was your weekend? Mine was shit. I'm not going to lie. I did do some fun things. Like I hung out with my friend Sarah a little. We watched TV. We watched Worst Roommate ever on Netflix, by the way. Um, I know it's not Bravo related, but it's my other love, True Crime. If you haven't watched this show and you are a true crime nerd like I am, definitely watch it. The first episode was my favorite. It starts off a little slow. I was very close to turning it on. But when you find out like the the beginnings of the murder and they get into the plot, that's where I was like, oh, tell me more. Tell me more. So we watched that together. Um, And then on Sunday, I went to brunch with my friend Victoria, who's currently living it up in Mexico. Uh, She's whooping it up, as Vicky Gumbelson would say. And I'm taking care of her cat, Nico, going over, being a little cat mom, feeding him his cat food, cleaning out the litter box, um, you know, doing all sorts of cat mom things. And she needed to give me her key. So that's what I did this weekend. But besides that, on Friday... The, the weather here, I don't know about where you live, but in L.A., it's been like very up and down. So like one day we had 80 degree weather and the next day we had 62 degrees and my sinuses were not having it. Like it felt like there was an actual cow standing on my sinuses on Friday. Like I slept for 13 hours. I watched the Love is Blind reunion and I spent all weekend like sounding like there was a frog stuck in my throat. Um, all my millennials who ever watched Phineas and Ferb, I don't know if you ever saw the episode where Candace was allergic to parsnips and she was like, mom, mom, mom. like that was me this whole weekend. It was not pretty. So yeah, I hope your weekend was better than that for the most part. Like I said, I did have some fun, but we were struggling a little bit. We were struggling. Um, and I'm not going to lie to you because we're besties here. Tonight's a little bit of a struggle for me. I'm, I'm recording this. It is Tuesday night. I just, this week, I don't know, is it just me or like, have you been drained as well lately? I, it's something must be in the water or something. I like get done at work. I want to be in bed at, at 8 p.m. Like, I don't want to talk to anyone. I'm not nice. So I'm glad, you know, I'm feeling a little better as we're like podcasting along. But damn, it took me a second. I'm not going to lie to you. I was like, okay, I have to. I have to set up. I got my my beer out of the fridge. Um, I'm drinking Blue Moon Light Sky. This is not an ad, by the way, because we're watching our weight. And by we, I mean me. I love you no matter um, what your body looks like. Everybody's beautiful. But me, I think I can stand to lose a few pounds right now. So that's what I'm drinking. And we're getting down to business to defeat the Huns, as Mulan would say. 
down in Disney this weekend. I do it pretty much like every month. It's so exciting. All right. It's been three minutes of nonsense, of me spewing nonsense. So why don't we get to the Bravo, shall we? Let's spill some Bravo tea. Of Bravo tea. It's good tea for us, but not for Teresa Judice, because we're talking about Louie. Things are not looking good for him. So on Instagram, he posted a sweet picture with Teresa. Um, and the, the caption said, to know you is to love you. Hashtag in, infectious. Actually, it doesn't say infectious smile. It says infectio smile because he forgot the you. But anyway, somebody left a nasty comment. Um, I can't find the comment that was left, like the nasty comment from a fan. But like Louie doesn't understand the meaning of like when they go low, we go high. Um, and he went right for this person's look. So again, why? while I can't find the original commenter's response, this was his reply to that. So just like picture some nasty, like we know how some Bravo trolls can be like, oh, you guys are dumb. Like, let's pretend they said that, okay? Um, so he replies to two of them, no wonder you hide your face. Oh, no, it's not two. It's just one with a really long freaking username. No wonder why you hide your face behind dogs. I would too if I had a mug like that. LOL, crying with laughter emoji. If you need to project your BS, call your mom and ask her what happened to you growing up. Loser with a middle finger emoji. There is so much to unpack here. Listen, I know internet trolls are a thing. I deal with them on a mostly daily basis. On a mostly daily basis? On most days. I don't know why I said it that way. And I do, do I give in to them sometimes, but when I do, I always, I have a couple of methods of doing this, okay? Which I'm going to go into this in, in the hate mail segment later on in the pod, but I have a couple of ways of diffusing trolls, or at least attempting to. Number one, I make fun of myself somehow, right? Like someone one time was on TikTok, they were mad that I like, put my head above a picture but there was really no good spot for me to put it in so they were like move your head so I responded with a video to them like moving my head around like you make fun of yourself make yourself the butt of the joke number two I always ask them a question like or just try to um what's the word I'm looking for like prove the nonsense of their comment so if someone says like, oh, I'm trying to think of a good example right now, and I can't. Okay, I got one. Remember last week's hate mail when the guy said, this is cringy? Like, my video is cringy, I'm cringy. I went, so is being rude, which is what he was doing. I always bring up another point to question the validity or show them a different way of thinking than their comment. I will never go for someone's looks. That is low-hanging fruit. We are better than this. That's like, No. Absolutely not. So Louie needs to take a lesson from the Diana School of Comebacks. I can't guarantee it's a good school. Um, there have been no successful graduates. But, you know, it's better than telling a woman she looks like a dog, especially if you're on a TV show and you have a questionable past and a video floating around. Like, I feel like putting themselves, you know, out in the limelight and giving questionable, rude comments not a thing you should be doing. Another thing I want to unpack about this. You know how Louie, he's all projecting that like he went away to this warrior camp and he's enlightened and he was giving Gia uh, advice about her situation with her Uncle Joe and he, he tries to preach that he's elevated or whatever. 
He tried to do that with this comment. If you need to project your BS, call your mom and ask her what happened to you growing up, loser. No. You know, a better way of saying that would be hurt people hurt people. Maybe like who hurt you or something like that. Not call your mom and ask her what happened to you growing up. So maybe I'll give it that part like a two for effort on the scale of one to ten, ten being the best. But Louie, man, he cannot stay out of trouble. It's just not a thing he can do lately. And as like far as this season is going on The Real Housewives in New Jersey and now knowing they're engaged and they're moving in together and they didn't get a prenup. Oh, it's just not looking good for Louie. All right. This next piece of Bravo tea might just be my favorite one I've ever broken on this show. And it's not anything like, oh, breaking news, this person's with this person or like, oh, big lawsuit. No, 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 no. This is just something someone said. And I was like, I love this person. So it's going to segue perfectly into our summer house recap, little mini recap. Um, it is Maya, who she's become an MVP of this season. I just want to say, again, I can admit when I'm wrong. I was wrong about Maya. Excuse me. First episode, I thought she was kind of a snooze, her and Alex. And she's proven to be a major player on this show and someone I'm absolutely rooting for. But anyway, this Us Weekly article, Maya Allen hopes Austin Kroll never returns to Summer House. Maya, we, America, the world... Hope so, too. And then she says, this is the guy Lindsay and Sierra fight over. And we're like, yeah, Maya, we don't know how that happens either. I just did a TikTok um, and an Instagram reel. And it was Carl and Andrea. And I'm like, these are the guys we should be fighting over right on Summer House. Like, hot guys. I didn't go into it, but like, they're gorgeous. They're hot. I've had interactions with both of them. They have been nothing but kind and respectful Friggin' Andrea's a class act in everything he does. They don't make guys like him. They just don't. But we're fighting over Craig and Austin. Gaslighting Craig and slimy Austin who can't keep his paws off anyone. So Maya is speaking for the viewers right now and we stand. I want Bravo get this girl's contract and sign it right now. Sign it right now for her next season of Summer House. We want her back. Uh, I need to read her quotes from this story, okay? This is what she said about Austin. I've just never seen someone that chaotic in my life. I was like, we're giving this one person this much space to basically tear down everything we've built up this summer. I was like, this is the guy? This is who we're fighting about? Oh my God, I love her. I don't even get it. Like, what, what, what? So yeah, I'm cool if Austin never comes back to the summer house. And I think the drama should be kept down south. We do too, Maya. We are so sick of this guy. Again, this is the guy they're fighting all over. He's so slimy. I'm sure he still has a thing for Madison. He ends up with like these random people. Not that I'm not saying like Sierra or like anyone from the show is random. But, like, we've seen him over the summer just be with, like, random different girls. And, like, everyone gets so mad about him. Girls in my TikTok were probably, like, or not were probably, like, they said, he's probably hung like a horse. And I'm like, at what expense do we need that, ladies? We need to do better. Who cares at this point? If if he's hung like a horse but he's costing you your mental sanity, maybe don't. 
Maybe you don't. You can engrave that shit on a pillow. Engrave? Embroider. Quote, quote me right now. If he's hung like a horse, but it costs you your mental sanity, maybe don't. Diana Jebbia, March 8th, 2022. I am tired of us obsessing over these stupid men who gaslight and treat women like shit. The men are menning. Not on National Women's Month and not on International Women's Day. We're not doing that, ladies. So Sierra and Lindsay, Lindsay, you've now seen the light and you're with Carl. So kind of mad at that, but still proud of you. And meanwhile, Andrea is out here making women coffee and being so polite and, and we're not choosing him. Come on, Summer House. We need to, I need to come to the show and have a come to Jesus with you guys. Bestie, I don't know about you, but like one of the best things after a long work day is getting into a relaxing shower. And who doesn't want to turn their shower into an escape? Okay. I know I do. You can do that with a gentle skin softening way Melrose Place body cleanser. It does so many amazing things. It balances your skin without stripping it or leaving unwanted residue. It gently cleanses and nourishes at the same time. A little multitasker with a luxurious lather. It has skin softening oils in a hydrating blend. And it's only made with high quality nourishing ingredients like a jojoba seed oil and rosehip oil. Experience the new way Melrose Place body cream and body cleanser. Your body, your way. Go to theway.com, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, and use code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get 15% off your entire purchase. Woo! That's 15% off your entire order at T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, code BELIEVE. I'm a little heated right now. I'm a little heated. Because seriously... I don't know. I just cannot say enough kind things about Andrea. The way he holds himself on the show, the way he um, holds himself on social media. We need to protect him at all costs. We really do. Took a sip of my beer there. And it's not whatever the hell Austin's beer is called. The Trop Hop, I think. it. No, I'm not drinking that right now. (laughs) I'm so sorry you have to listen to this. Um, how about we get into the summer house recap? So it's the aftermath of Kyle's big speech with Amanda that made everyone, myself included, incredibly uncomfortable. I get sticking up for your relationship. It's one thing to confront people and be like, you know, maybe don't talk shit about my fiance. It's another thing to do what he did in the last episode and get up at his birthday party and make a speech and be like, I know you people were talking shit and like, blah, 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 like. That's ugh. so naturally Amanda was a little bit upset by that. And here comes Kyle again, <laughs> ripping his pants again. If you watch SpongeBob, that was a SpongeBob reference. But here he comes just getting mad and being immature. And he's like, I don't know why you're getting mad about this. Like, I can say what I want, whatever. It's so I don't know. They're married now and they seem to be doing better. Someone told me not told me I saw in a group. They didn't tell me personally that their favorite thing about Summer House, they don't know if they look forward to the episodes each week more or if they look forward to Kyle's I'm sorry, I love you posts every week. And like now that I'm looking at his pages, 
There really is an apology post every week. Yesterday, last week's episode was really difficult for me. I spent the last three years trying to help my dream girl make our dream wedding come true. For me, Amanda will always come first. I have a life partner who's amazing in all the best ways, but also makes me want to be the best version of me for her. Thanks for the support over the years. It ain't easy being a couple on a reality show. Spoiler alert, love wins in the end. XOXO. Yeah. It's it's just a, the tour of Kyle Cook apologies. But you know what? It, it makes things interesting. Hopefully these two last. I really mean that. I'm not saying that to be rude. I'm not saying that to be smart. I really am rooting for them. And as I've mentioned, I've seen Kyle. Like, I was out at an event, and he picked up a FaceTime from Amanda, put her on the phone with me. So it seems like things have gotten better for them. But in this episode, maybe not so much. Maybe not so much. So then Paige, last week, her big thing was crying in the club. And by club, I mean the summer house over Craig because she was just living her life. Craig made it explicitly clear that they were not together and she got jealous <clears throat> uh, when he was talking about how he is screwing around with other people, a.k.a. allegedly Kristen Cavallari, allegedly, you know, just to cover our asses, just a CYA. And she's like, all right, I hear you loud and clear. That means I can do what I want. So then at the bondage party, she goes and kisses Andrea and Craig's like, well, who are you kissing? And she's like, well, I kiss Andrea. It was just real quick. And he got mad. And then she started crying. So apparently she saw this huge epiphany that she likes Craig enough to just be friendly with Andrea. So at the party, he goes and he, um, she goes, rather. Paige goes and cuts things off with Andrea. And America's like, you did the wrong thing. You did the wrong thing. But we just have to sit back and be like, well, now you make your bed. And later on this episode, we see Craig and Paige interacting together. So he comes to visit her. She's like, yeah, I told Paige that I cut things off with Andrea. And that was enough for him to hop on a plane to New York City. And we're like, Ugh. you know, you want to root for them. But then later on, as you see, this gets mad. So here I'm going to unpack this scene for you. They're sitting on the couch. They're spending time together. And this was triggering for me to watch. Um, I've been open about my relationship or lack thereof issues. Um, and my most recent, recent, whatever you want to call it, recent situationship, tongue twisters, words are hard today. My most recent situationship ended because I was ha basically having the what are we talk. And this person was treating me like a girlfriend but didn't want to label, didn't want to see anyone else. There were other issues but I'm not going to get into it. It just didn't make sense. So I GTFO'd. And it was triggering for me to watch Paige talk to Craig and be like, I don't really like having the what are we conversation because that's really loser-ish. But what are we? Like, eh, stop. I'm going to like record scratch. This is the part of Ratatouille where he comes on the screen. And he's like, you're probably wondering how I ended up in this situation. That would be me at this point. Like, I just come on the screen be like, you're probably wondering how I ended up in this situation. I think this, like, everything Paige just said was nonsense. That's how I ended up in the situation. Number one, talking about your feelings and defining the relationship is not loserish. And we as women or whomever, we as people should not have to minimize or deprecate, deprecate, self-deprecate our feelings. Do you see what I'm saying? We shouldn't have to make our feelings less than to make the other person feel more comfortable. So that was very triggering for me to watch. Number two, Craig's response, triggering because 
he was like, well, like, I still don't think it's enough to be exclusive, but like, I'm here and I don't want you like, you know, we'd both be jealous if we were with other people. And I'm like, so what does that make you? What in God's name is the resistance to labels these days? I don't understand it. And this is probably why I have so many relationship issues, because when I find myself getting into something new with someone, automatically I'm like, at some point we're going to have to have this conversation and I don't want to waste my time if it's going to end up not working out. So like, let's get to it. And then I end up having it too prematurely. But I wouldn't have to have this conversation if people fucking treated relationship labels like normal these days. Do you understand what I mean? I'm getting so heated. I'm getting so heated. I have unresolved feelings right now. I'm being honest with you. And that's something I like about myself, that I can be honest and vulnerable with you, my bestie. Before we continue with the show, I wanted to talk a little bit about Noom. Okay, bestie? Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. Now, a lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to find things that work for you because nobody's more important. And Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique, and what works for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. Noom Weight makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom Weight users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier, long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com believe. Again, that's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash believe. B-L-E-A-V. But watching that between them was really hard. So the resolution or lack thereof between Craig and Paige was that they're not official yet, but they're going to keep doing this and see how things going. And obviously we as the audience know that they end up together. But man, watching that, I had a pit for Paige. I'm not going to lie. Paige, if you are listening, do not ever diminish your feelings for a man, especially not a man who sews fucking pillows, okay? Not that there's anything wrong with that because there isn't, but you have the power in this situation, mama. Don't give it to him. Oh, can't stand it. I really, I was a fan. If you go back, I will eat my words. If you go back a few episodes, when I did the first Summer House recap, I was like, oh, between Paige and Andrea, I mean, not Paige, Craig and Andrea, I love Andrea, but we would all choose Craig because like we all have this relationship with him from Summer House or Southern Charm. And he's so cute and blah, blah, blah. Now I'm like, F Craig. Like, I'm done with him. I'm done with you, birthday twin. We're both born on February 9th. I denounce you. We Aquarians do not accept. So this week is Lindsay's birthday episode, and she's doing a twisted fairy tale party. And I just want to say, Amanda and I have the same dress. I tagged her in my story. She viewed it. She didn't say anything. A little salty about that. But I'm going to let it go, Amanda. We both have... um. The like sulky multicolor pastel dress. I wore it on my birthday in Disney World. I got a lot of compliments on it. It looked cute on her too. Different looks we both did for it, but they both look great. 
so Austin is coming down for Lindsay's birthday, and Lindsay right away is like, ah, Megara sleep in my room, right? She's just bugging me. I'm sorry. This is why when people say, oh, like her and Carl are going to make it and I'm the naysayer. I'm like, I don't know. She has to do the work. She's got a lot of work to do. This is what I need. Like the man comes in. She's like, like all over him. And I'm like, we as the viewer have seen this before with her. We're like, no. And then throw Sierra in the mix because Sierra and Carl, not Sierra and Carl, Sierra and Austin were a thing in Winterhouse. And then it just becomes like the 900th battle of Austin that we really are sick of on Bravo and Bravo is shoving him down our throats and we're like gagging and we're like, no, please stop. No more. No more. And, and Bravo's like another helping. Bravo's like your Italian grandma. When you walk in, you're like, oh, actually, I ate. And she's like, oh, more food. No problem. I'll make you a sandwich. And we're like, no, grandma. No, 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 no. No, Bravo. No, 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 no. We don't want more Austin. We're good. We're full. So... Sierra's like, I do not want him sleeping in Lindsay's room. And like, I get it. I get it. Even though I I don't get the man. I get there being a hookup situation. And you know this person kind of has chemistry with someone else. And you like had that guy. And you're like, no, 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 no. You you stay in your own damn room. You have Andrea's room. Which she keeps calling him Andy, by the way. Don't do that. Don't do that. Andrea's a gorgeous name. Anyway. Anyway, there's a whole feud between Sierra and Lindsay. Sierra and Austin make out at Lindsay's um, outing that night. It's not her official birthday, but they all go out to dinner or whatever. And then at Lindsay's birthday, she kisses Austin. And he's playing both sides. Because when he's talking with Sierra about not sleeping in Lindsay's room, he's like, you're just so beautiful. You know that, whatever. And then when he's out to dinner or lunch or something with Lindsay he looks at her boobs he's like I can't stop staring at your boobs and I'm like oh that's the sound of me vomiting some people are in the jacuzzi in the back right now and the freaking audacity of them I'm kidding I'm like kind of salty because I wish I was in a jacuzzi right now but I'm not so I don't think you can hear any of them talking but just in case just ignore them. Now that they're having more fun than us. I'm like, good for them, I guess. They're not having as much fun as Summer House, though. So while we're all confused, like Maya, about how these two gorgeous women are fighting over Austin the Dud, but they are, the episode's moving along. And I just want to say there were two other guests at this party. So they said on the show, I don't remember hearing this. I just read it like I do. I'm in a couple Facebook groups about Bravo and we do live episode discussions like where everyone like types their thing in. And I must have missed it. But apparently they did say Alex couldn't make it this week. And he was there. And also um, I'm just going to do a quick Google search to see if I can come up with anything. But also, Jason Cameron from Winter House, he came out to Summer House to visit Lindsay for her birthday, which makes a lot of sense. They were both there, and they got cut out. It's very confusing. I can't find anything in news when I Google it, but I'm going to hold on. Let's do a hashtag Twitter search. Hashtag Jason Cameron. Latest. Okay, nothing's coming up, but they were there. Like, I cannot find one thing about why the producers 
would decide to cut them out. Maybe there was too much drama, but like, it doesn't make sense to me. I even, I'm going to go on Alex's page right now and see if that brings up any results. No, he has no stories up or anything. So I don't really know what the point of inviting Jason in was. That could have been a good storyline because obviously we know that Lindsay and Jason were together. She unfortunately had the miscarriage. She wouldn't have had to talk about that if she didn't want to, but that would have been an interesting storyline to see the Jason, Austin, Lindsay of it all. And like just to write Alex off an episode, like fine, he doesn't have any drama going on, but to write him off seems very Shonda Rhimes of these producers, you know? I just thought it was a little bit unnecessary. So a little bit later into the episode, the argument between Lindsay and Sierra it gets more intense because Lindsay starts making out with Austin at the party. It's clear that this feud is going to continue on. They're going to be the grandma shoving Austin down our throats. And we're like, please, no, stop. We've had enough. Another thing, though, I want to talk about at the party is that they're trying to set Maya up with a good looking guy whose name I cannot think of. But he was he was really cute at the party. His name's Oliver, by the way. I just had to look it up. Um, And this is where we see Maya like she's really relatable because you could tell like she's just gotten out of a relationship. And this whole flirting thing is like still kind of new to her. I've been out of her five and a half year relationship for almost six years now and flirting for me is still kind of uncomfortable so I get you I get you Maya but I really I'm loving where her storyline's going and I hope they bring her back for next season the last thing I wanted to touch on this episode is Carl and Mackenzie so if you watch Love Island which I love that show Mackenzie was on season two when they went to Vegas because of quarantine and she was dating, oh, what the hell was his name? What was his name? Oh, man. It's, of course, I can usually always think it. Connor. Connor. I knew it was another C. I was like, see, like Carl, and he kind of looks like Carl. He really does. Look him up. Look him up right now. Go get your phone. Go open up Google. Go open up Safari and type in Mackenzie and Connor at Love Island. And you tell me he does not look like Carl because he does. So they're dating. I don't know. It was just a weird dynamic. She's significantly younger than he is. Like, she's younger than me. I'm 30. And I'm not saying that that's a problem. Age differences are a problem because they're not. But you could tell they're on two wildly different maturity planes, you know? And he brings her to the house. And, like, you could tell they're trying to work her in with the cast. It's just, it's a no from me. But I'm looking at, the other day I looked. I'm just double checking right now. He doesn't follow her anymore, and I don't think she follows him either, but I think Amanda follows her. Mackenzie Dipman, that's her name. She doesn't follow far, far, Carl, <laughs> and he doesn't follow her. But we have nine mutual followers followed by, yeah, Amanda's the only one from Summer House that is mutual. There are some people from Summer House I don't follow. This is probably not interesting to you in the slightest. Paige follows her. Okay, so some people do. But the whole long and short of that was, like, the the unnecessary interminglings, a show nobody asked for. Maybe don't do those anymore. Maybe don't do those. So, yeah, I'm really impressed 
from with this summer house season still. I'm glad we're we're done with the Kyle and Amanda fighting. I'm glad we moved on from the Paige love triangle. I think now that we've cleared all of that up, it seems to be more likable, but we're also encroaching in Austin territory, and that just gives me an actual stomach ulcer and an IBS flare-up. All right, how about we move into some hate mail? Because last night I got some good one. Some good one. Just, yeah, a good one. So let me go into my comments. It was a video I did. It was lip singing for there was, oh, man, wait, I blocked her. So the exact ones are going to be gone. Damn it. The video, if you check it up, I thought it was kind of funny. It says, Bravo fans, when they're defending their fave housewife, even when they do something done, and it's the sound from TikTok that goes, the girls that get it, get it, and the girls that don't, don't. Um, And this girl was like, I asked in the comments, who's your go-to housewife you defend even when you do something dumb? They do something dumb. Super lighthearted, not meant to be taken seriously. Lots of people throwing Teresa, saw lots of Ninis, Kenyas, Dorinda's, Margaret. Uh, who else? Bethany. These were all decent answers, even though I didn't agree with a lot of them. I still was like, yeah, I can see that. I could definitely see that. Just meant to be fun. And this one girl was like, no, we never do this because when we do, we don't have people be held accountable for their actions. And I'm like, whoa. I saw that. And I'm like, OK, OK. So I just wrote calm down again. Louie, take notes, showing her how ridiculous her comment was because it was supposed to be lighthearted. By, by replying with, like, calm down. And she's like, isn't this supposed to be something? Forgive me for sharing my opinion. And I just commented the snooze emoji. A little trolly on my part, but, like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? We have our moments. And she just goes off. A-W-F. She goes off. She's like, how daft can you be? Blah, blah, blah. Your videos are a snooze. She actually spelled something wrong, deleted it, and it took her three minutes to repost it. It was just hysterical. So that's my hate mail for the day. I doubt she's listening because at some point I literally was like, either I'm going to show you the door, I'm going to help you out and block you. And then I just blocked her because I don't need that. It was freaking it was Monday night. I just got my eyelashes done. I wasn't in the mood. Um, But yeah, she did make for a great entertaining hate mail segment. So there's that. Um, I'm going to wrap up this episode of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast in a little bow. As always, thank you for joining me, my sweet babe. Um, If you would be so kind, please, 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 please go leave me a five-star review in iTunes. Write something cute. Tell me you love me. Slap the subscribe button like a cute little tush. I'm working on trying to get some amazing guests for this episode. So I feel like for this episode, for the show. So I feel like the better ratings we can get, the more subscribers we can get, the more listens we can get, the easier it is to happen. So help me out and make sure you go follow Believe at Believe Network, new handle, and at Believe Pop Culture. And as always, I will talk to you next week. Thanks for hanging with me, babe. Mwah. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.